All right, welcome to another episode of FTD Podcast with my main man, the old Zach Attack. What's up, buddy? What's going on, John? How are you? Uh, just sipping the sipping Saturday and got some uh, hollow notes in the distant background, so life is good. Oh, man. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. All right, we're going to do some uh, league overview kind of deals. Sound game? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's cover it. All right, we'll start with the old BTB, the old best teams in baseball. We got some Boston and Houston. Yeah, so uh, Houston, we'll start with them. Yeah, they've made it. They've made a couple of deals um, early on, a couple, couple of uh, real eye-catching deals, trading off Carlos Correa and Michael Brantley, and separate deals, bringing on a couple of other big names, Lorenzo Cain and Elvis Andrews. Um, they, along with the Red Sox, are tied at the top of the league in the American League with the best record. Uh, at, at the time, the the deals that Houston made, I wasn't real sure about, but they they really worked out. Elvis Andrews is off to a terrific start in Houston, and uh, Lorenzo Cain as well. They they solidified that center field spot. They moved George Springer to right field, so it looks it's looking like pretty good trades for them so far. Yeah, the the token the token piece they got from uh, the Brewers was uh, Terang. Well, what's your thoughts on him? Uh, really exciting prospect. Um, obviously young. Looks like he should be able to hold up at shortstop. If not, they'll move him to second base. But yeah, I agree. He was a he was a big piece coming back in that deal for Correa. Um, off to a slow start this year. I mean, well, obviously it's early. We're only twenty two games into the season for him, but. Exciting piece for them to get for Houston to get top 100 prospect in the game. So good, good deal all around. And the other team, both both these teams are sitting at 31 and 18 as we record on the Saturday. Uh, is Boston? Uh, they made a couple splash deals as well. Yeah, Boston. Um, the the big deal they made was the Xander Bogarts trade to the Angels, getting Andrelton Simmons and Andrew. Andrew Heaney back, as well as a couple of prospects, Jordan Adams. Um, interesting deal, not going to lie, at first. I, I didn't really care for it for either side of the team or either team in the deal. Um, Boston, because they had lost J.D. Martinez for the year, and I just felt like Bogarts was a better fit for them both long-term, like I said, especially without Martinez and Chris Sale, obviously, for this year. Uh, Simmons, when they traded for him, was a – pending free agent, but they've, they've since extended him. So the deal looks a lot better now. And then Andrew Haney, he's off to a terrific start in Boston, uh, really tearing it up through his first seven starts. And then the deal for the angels, which I will, will shed a little more light on in a future episode, but Simmons wasn't going to re up there. So Bogart uh, Mm -hmm. turns out to be a nice get for them there. Yeah. I was kind of wondering the angle on that. So that kind of, clears that up i'm sure the gm will talk more about it but yeah that makes sense absolutely good deal good deal fun deal yeah we're kind of talk about the some of the injuries and you, you kind of mentioned jd what what kind of loss is that for that team I, I thought it was going to be a huge loss but so far through the first you know just under two months of the season the red sox are playing as good as anybody in the league so they've obviously shown that they can withstand it uh whether they can make it last for the whole year. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's still early. It's not even June yet. So we'll see one bad month could really uh, change the outlook of the team. But as of now, 
Boston's got to be excited with where they're at. They're ahead of a talented Yankees team. And like I said, they're, they're tied with the Astros for that number one spot in the American League. No doubt. That kind of transitions us to uh, the rest of the standings. Uh, you kind of spoke about the Yankees. They're hot. Astros and Boston, we've talked about them. Uh, Minnesota, they're, uh, what's it look like, 29 and 20 ahead of the Central. Uh, give a little overview on the American League. So the the Twins are off to a really good start. They've made a couple of deals. They had Trevor Bauer for a few starts before shipping him to the Mets. Um, we talked about that trade in our last pod that we did. But overall, I mean, they've they've got that offense just like in their their 2019 team. These guys can slug with the best of them. Whether the pitching is going to hold up over, you know, I'm sure it'll hold up for the regular season, but the postseason is a different story. Um, mm-hmm. I do expect the Indians to make that division a little bit of a challenge for the Twins. I, I think that they're gonna they're gonna hit their stride eventually. The surprise team for me so far is is the Royals in that division. They're sitting at 26 and 22. They are in the wild card two spot right now. Um, exciting, exciting to see a team that you you wouldn't typically think would be in this position be where they're at. Um, obviously, grain of salt. It's May twentieth still, but yeah. hopefully, hopefully we can see the Royals with a little bit of success this year. A little bit of sur- buy, surprise. Higher sell. Nelson Cruz ends his, the season in a Twins uni. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy that because I think the the twins are gonna be in contention. They're they're gonna be mm-hmm. right there in the thick of thick of things for the AL Central and uh they're gonna need his bat and he's a pending free agent. I don't really see the the need to move him. He's hitting third in their lineup right now. Um I just I, I think that the twins are gonna try to push for it and I don't see the need to move his power. I think I agree. I think I agree with you. Usually when extension numbers come up, that means they're kind of leaning in that direction. So I've kind of heard about that. So let's see. American League bombs. Everybody loves the long ball. Uh, Let's start with – we kind of – Sano, Stanton, Vladi, they're they're the big names. And then you got the the Houston boys, Springer and uh, Briggs in there as well. What's your – Thoughts on some home run race? Man, the, the American League is full of bombs right now. Sano uh, is on pace for 66. He's got 20 currently. Um, Stanton has 18. He's on pace for 61. Both both those guys got off to really hot starts. They, they've slowed down to a little bit from what their pace was early on. But George Springer, he's, he's at 16. He's on pace for over 50. Just all kinds of numbers. It's, it's kind of exciting to see. I hope, I hope one of these guys can uh, pick up their pace a little bit and maybe give us a challenge for that home run record. But I don't, I don't think we're going to see that. I think guys are going to continue to slow down and numbers are going to even out. But it's, it's been an exciting start. And then obviously Vladdy Jr. He's, he's um, only 21 years old. He's, he's at 13 right now. He's on pace for 43. So. Exciting, man. Kid, Exciting time. That kid's electricity in a bottle, man. Oh, man. Like, he just turned 21 in our league, too. I mean, he, he's not almost 22. He's a very young 21. And like I said, he's just – he's got all the, he's got all the tools. Absurd. Okay, you, you, we can't talk on home runs without the the man, 
Jed Jerko. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has bottled up his Miguel Tejada, Brady Anderson, and brought it <laughs> back to Baltimore. 13 homers, 27 RBIs on a waiver wire. Woo-ha. So he's, he got off to a hot start, uh, electric, probably the hottest start in our, in our league. I mean, in the five games that the Orioles played in March, he hit five home runs. <laughs> Just <laughs> absolutely insane. Nobody saw this coming. He had six more in April, and he's got two through the month of May. His numbers overall have, have – they've slowed down to what you would think Jed Yorka would, would put up. But um, what a fun story for the first first month of the season, man. Absolutely terrific waiver claim for, for Chris and that Orioles uh, organization. He tried to he tried to put it out there, sell high on on him, but uh, nobody bit. So that's that's gonna. I'm telling you that, that that might be a piece down the road, man. It might be. He is he's a good bat, especially against lefties. I mean, look at his numbers versus lefties this season. He's got a 973 OPS. Worst comes to worst, if the numbers do regress to where you would kind of think Jed would, you know, the numbers mm-hmm. he'd typically put up. I mean, he, he's still serviceable. He's an, he's an, by no means. Um, a joke of a player. He's he's a serviceable guy, and you can get away with him. You know, spot starts here and there on a playoff contending team for sure. Absolutely. As a former Cardinal, I can attest that it was never the bat, man. Like it's his glove and his lower body injuries. He can't. <laughs> he's had issues, but yeah, like you said, he can play all over. Brings a lot of power from the right side. So well, now that the, now now that the NL has the DH, I mean, uh, he's he's got to be appeasing to the whole league if you need a bat. No doubt. All right, let's talk some White Sox and how that, what is it, Luis Robert? I've heard it like <laughs> million pronunciations. What do you got? Hopefully, hopefully Joey approves of this, but I'm going to yeah. say it's Luis Robert. <laughs> um, <laughs> another guy we touched on, Vladdy Jr. earlier. Robert is soon to be 23. Uh, man, just terrific start again. He's already put up almost. Two uh, two war season through the first forty six games his rookie year where's the number eighty eight which I love um, four, <laughs> fourteen home runs already Dale, Dale Junior Dale Junior Eric Lindros I mean there's there's a couple a couple of very exciting eighty eights Michael Irvin yeah yeah but uh, terrific player man the the Chai Sox they've been a little disappointing overall record wise but it's still early and they they've got some exciting young pieces and this guy along with Lucas Giolito, they, they have to be the two most exciting um, to start the 2020 year. He's got to be the favorite for the Rookie of the Year so far in the American League. Yeah, for you keeping – you have seen heads keeping track. He's hitting 313, 14 homers, and 31 RBIs. Uh, yeah, good day at the office. So Definitely, and he should, uh, he should be a piece of that White Sox organization for a long time. You know what, when, we, when you were uh, taking – ownership GM request. I, I honestly think he was a, a guy that people would be like, Oh, I'm going to be that team because of that one person. Is that, is that fair? Uh, definitely. Um, I don't know if you, you might remember Bambini was originally slated to be the White Sox GM and he specifically rattled off this name when, when uh, <laughs> his, his reason why he wanted to take control of them. Obviously they're set up beyond him as well, but uh Robert was uh, the the big reason, and then the rest is history. I mean, he switched to Detroit, and now Joey Fats has control of them. 
All the stars are aligned. Good job. <laughs> uh, all right. Staying in the same lane, we got we had a call up, a pretty monster call up. Uh, Joe Adele. He's uh off to a slow start, but give me a little let me break down on that, homeboy. So, um, the number four prospect in the league. Uh, 20, uh, another young 21 year old just turned 21. Uh, like you said, slow start hitting 190 so far through 45 plate appearances, 556 OPS, 48 OPS plus. Not a good start, but uh, very exciting player. Uh, just has to work through the, the slow start. The Angels are, I think they made the right decision to hold on to him. They, Johnny got a lot of trade interest in him. I know he, he made it very public that he's received a lot of interest. Um, pairing Adele with Trout and Otani and Rendon and uh, now Alexander Bogarts. I mean, he, he's got quite the the nucleus on the offensive side uh, building in Anaheim. So he just needs to add some more arms to that that uh, team. And I think good things are coming uh, for both Adele and the Angels organization. Yeah, well, uh, like we said, uh, an, an episode is coming, and you'll definitely want to check that out, that out about the Angels. That's what we call on the podcast business a teaser. <laughs> so be ready for that episode on the old Angels and all the Angel baseball. All right, let's shift to some National League, the real league. No, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> uh, man, you, you – let's just start with right there in your own backyard, man. That injury, man, devastating. You thought at the time. Yeah, so Acuna went down um, about three weeks ago in the game now. Uh, he's out for an additional three weeks, but we've kind of weathered the storm. I was real nervous at first, uh, obviously losing, no doubt, our best player and one of the best players in the league for a, mm-hmm. a month and a half could could be um, crushing. But the pitching staff really stepped up. We've played 12 games since then. We've gone 9-3, and three, uh, five shutouts in those 12 games, which is just absurd. Um and like I said, we we just got to make it another three weeks and kind of tread water, um, get him back in our lineup, and hopefully we'll we'll really get rolling from there. But overall, pretty excited with where we're at right now, sitting atop the NL East. Um, we were a game back at the time, so yeah that that whole the whole division just that's like honestly, if I'm being honest, like that's the first thing I look at is the standings in that division. That that's a fun division. Man. Very tough. Uh, a lot of good GMs. Uh, unfortunately, the Marlins just aren't aren't there right now. But they do have a good GM, um, and and they do have a lot of young talent. So in the future years, they they could be right there too. But the the Phillies are a good team. Um, uh, sucks that they lost JT Real Muto for a little while, but I believe he's yeah he's back now. He's so. Back. Um, the, the Nationals, another another really good team, obviously the defending World Series champs. And then the Mets are – I, I think the, the Mets are the team that's going to give me the biggest challenge for the division this year, especially since they added Trevor Bauer to that rotation. Um, hopefully we can hold them off. But I think that they're going to – hopefully they, they're the team that finishes second in the East. <laughs> <laughs> In the West, we got the Rockies and everybody else a little bit right now, but that's, that's still a solid division. Man. That's another really good division with a lot of young talent. Um, the Rockies, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked that they – I'm shocked on one hand, but I'm not on the other hand. They're really outperforming my expectations for them, just given the talent that they have on the team. But I know that Hayden is a terrific GM, one of the best in the league. He, he He's – thinking every move through that he makes. I mean, he, 
he is very diligent. He, I'll give him that. he is. Yeah. He's, he's one of the best. Um, so it doesn't really shock me. Like I said, on one hand, uh, the Dodgers, they're kind of hitting their stride now. I think, I think ultimately they are, no doubt. they are going to end up at the top of that division, but a fun division. I mean, the Padres, they're, they're only going to get better. They have a lot of young talent Tatis, and the diamondbacks. I'm a little, little shocked that they're as bad or, you know, six games under 500. Um, I was expecting a little more from them, but it's early. It could, it could change. And kind of, kind of tying into, we'll jump into the central a little bit, tying into our next topic was the, the Cubs selling their rotate breaking news. Everybody, if you want to go on an incredible winning streak, just trade your whole rotation. <laughs> yeah, so the, the Cubbies, they traded three-fifths of their rotation to the Philadelphia Phillies. Three, they won th- what? In a row, right? They won 13 in a row. <laughs> they had a 13-game winning streak entering tonight's sim, and they the bullpen blew what would have been their 14th win in a row. And then they went oh, They went on to win their what would have been their 15th in a row. So if it wasn't for a blown uh, the bullpen blowing the lead. I mean, they'd be on a 15 game winning streak right now after selling Jose Quintana, John Lesser and Kyle Hendricks to the Phillies, which is just absurd. Absolutely absurd. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, you kind of mentioned the names, but uh, what was your thoughts on the, the trade? I mean, obviously they got Bryson Stott. That's the big, that's the big name coming back. Uh, but uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez, I like him. Yeah, Dominguez is a, a power arm out of the bullpen. Um, historically, a lot of injury problems. But uh, the Phillies, they, they get Lester, they get Quintana, and they get Hendricks. And right now the Phillies are running a six-man rotation out, and they have a lot of arms in the bullpen that are typically starters. So I'm not sure what, what the plan is there. They have John Means in the bullpen, Jake Arrieta, Daniel Norris. Those guys typically starters. I, I could see using some of them as swingmen, but – Arietta doesn't really profile as one to me. Um, but they, they solidified their, their rotation, I think, um, outside of Nola and Wheeler. They, they add Hendricks, Quintana, Lester. They have Pavetta still in the rotation. Um, but overall – I really, really, really like that kid or guy, whatever you want to call him. Who's, who's that, Pavetta? Pavetta, yeah. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's an exciting arm. He, I know he didn't get along with the previous um, – management regime that they had there with Gabe Kapler. So I'm excited to see what he, or I don't want to say excited, but he, he is an exciting arm. <laughs> um, but overall, uh, like the, like you said earlier, the Cubbies, they get, they get Bryson Stott, who I think was the big name. Um, Francisco Morales, another big one, another arm. Good, exciting deals. I mean, I don't know if these deals will push the Phillies um, to the top. But we'll see. I mean, I think Quintana's a pending free agent. I think Lester, he has a, a team option, if my memory serves me correctly, after this year, an expensive yeah. team option, which I thank you. Don't yeah. I don't think that, that bad boy is getting declined. Yeah, I don't I don't think that'll be accepted. So, <laughs> uh, all right, the central. Let's talk about that. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? So, in my opinion, I think I think this is the the Cardinals' division to lose. Um, the the, the, <laughs> the 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 Pirates have, uh, in my opinion, they've outperformed expectations so far. A good start to the year, but I just don't see them continuing to tread at this this uh, type of performance. The Cubbies, like we said, they just sold off three fifths of their rotation. There's no way that they can continue at this rate. 
Um, the one team that I do think could make some noise, but it seems like they're going to lean towards selling eventually is the Cincinnati Reds. Um, I think that they, they could, if, if they hit their stride, uh, make a run at a wild card spot. And then the Brewers, they're, they're, they added Correa, which I like, but overall, I just, I don't think they have the pitching to compete in this division. So I, I, think, yeah, they, I think it's a St. Louis Cardinals year. <laughs> Losing a Woodruff, that was that was pretty devastating. Yeah, honestly. that was that was killer for them. They they he was the top of their he was the ace of their staff and he he's down for th- up to three months. So big loss for them. All right. So surprising and disappointing. Full disclosure: my list was made a few days ago and it's changed. So I'll let Moe you go first. Uh, for for most surprising. Yeah. I. I was torn on a couple of teams. Um, like I touched on earlier, I just wasn't expecting this from the Rockies. They have the, the best record in baseball right now in our league. Um, and I know Hayden, was he was going to do his thing there, but I wasn't expecting this. So I'd have to say them for most surprising, although I, I am shocked at where the Royals are right now as well. What, what do you got there? Uh, surprising in the positive was – Honestly, I, I'm kind of surprised that the uh, Giants are still still banging the drums. <laughs> I know you had a nice episode with that GM. He's a good dude. Uh, but, yeah, that that's one surprise. You know, over on the other side, I, I'd have, probably have to stay with you on, on the Royals, man. Yeah, the, the Giants, um, we, we talked to Tyler in the, the last episode. Uh, I, I think he kind of knows what he's got in his team. Um, and like you said, that they're kind of floating at 500 right now, but they're they're coming back to what we all thought the Giants would be. They're two and eight in their last ten, and I just I don't I don't foresee them continuing to even stay at 500. But we'll see. Crazier things have happened. So yeah, Tyler, it's May. Take that award and run with it, baby. <laughs> all right, disappointing. What you got? Sorry about this, everybody. Yeah, uh, and this is nothing personal, but there were there were two, there were two teams that, given the the talent levels, I was just expecting a little bit more from, and it just hasn't been there uh, early on. The LA Angels, who are a game below 500 right now, I thought that they'd be closer to where the Astros are rather than uh, being below 500. Um, okay. And then the other team was the Tampa Bay Rays, and I know that. They got off to a horrific start, and they're, they've picked it up of late, but they're still six games below 500 in a very tough AL East. Uh, they have all the talent in the world. I, I really thought that they'd, they'd be in that wild card one contention and even in the, the battling with the Yankees in the East. Um, and like I said, they, they've, they've really picked it up of late, but overall through the first, I don't know, what are we, six, seven weeks into the season, they're, they're the two yeah. teams that stand out as disappointments so far. Yeah, they were they were easily my number one. Then, like you said, that uh, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, they went on a little streak. Them and Arizona both did that at like the same time. They were my two teams. So I, I, I kind of say that I'm with you on the Angels and Mike Trout hitting 260 is like I don't, la la land. I don't know what the hell's happening there, but yeah, uh, and, and Trout was and 260 is high for him because just a couple of sims ago he was in the 
He was in the t- 230, 229 range. I mean, he, he's – yeah. It's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's, it is ridiculous. Uh, you have to think that's going to change. And I, 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 and this isn't no rivalry thing, but I, I expected the Cubs to be a better. I really did. Yeah, uh, the Cubs 27-22 right now. They're, they're a game back at the cards. I just – The run saved. I mean, it really did. I mean, that – you know, like you said, they went on that right. big run that kind of – Pulled them out of the fire a little bit. Right, they're they're fourteen and one in their last fifteen games. I mean, before that, <laughs> before that, they were thirteen and twenty one, which is, um, I think, was a big reason why they sold off three fifths of their rotation. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand the the moves that he made, and Chris Bryant just got extended uh, with the sim tonight, five years, one hundred twenty five yeah, million. Kind of talk on those real quick. Yeah, so KB signs five for one twenty five, twenty five AAV. Um, that'll take him through his age 34 season, I believe. Locks up a key piece, a big bat uh, for the Cubs. And then the other big extension was slipping my mind right now. Oh, Sorry, tre- tre- Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer with the Mets. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So the Mets, they just traded for Bauer, um, I think two sims ago. He's made two starts now with the Mets 1 0, 2.02 ERA. They locked Bauer up for six years, 102 million total. Uh, wow, 17 million that's, per year. That's that's really good, honestly. Yeah, the, I thought it was a very fair contract. Uh, that'll keep him in New York through 2026. So, I mean, you're going to pair Bauer with Cindergard, Degrom. Yeah. I mean, Stephen Matz. That they've they've got some arms. Cindergard, I know, is that he's only got one year committed after after this season, but you have to think that they're going to look to extend him too. They, they should have their rotation pretty well set up for the future. Yeah, no doubt. All right, well, that pretty much wraps up. Any final thoughts on the old overview that was? Uh, no, I, I think the league's off to a good start. It's been a lot of fun so far. A um, couple of big names moved in trades, not not groundbreaking names, but big names for – for the league. Uh, like I said earlier, I, I hope we see one of these AL bats um, challenge for the home run record that got off to a hot start, but the pace is going to have to pick up a little bit. Uh, overall though, fun, fun start. And I think we're going to pro- try to make these what monthly, monthly recaps. Yeah. Yeah. That'd probably be the best. Yeah. Monthly recaps. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on things again at the end of June, maybe, and uh, see, see how, crazy things have gotten since since this episode right and as we as we mentioned we're going to have a another one following with the angels gm and uh want, did want to give you all props for your writing you've been keeping up with that that's been really fun to read everybody's stories and stuff so yeah good job on that yeah absolutely I, i've enjoyed reading everybody's articles as well it's been a nice element to the league Absolutely. Don't let reading die, y'all. Like, don't. <laughs> it is fading quick. So I'm proud of you, boys. Yeah, absolutely. Keep it up. Awesome. All right, Zach. Have a good evening, sir. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me.